Blog Talk Radio. Embrace Today is brought to you by Whole House Ministries. Host Pre Curry will inspire listeners to embrace their today with hope and expectation with a focus of bringing about freedom, healing, and restoration through the Word of God. John 16.33 says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. morning and welcome to Embrace Today. I am your host, Epri Curry, and this morning we are going to continue with the series entitled, This Is It. We have been in the book of Ruth for the past few months, and this month we are in chapter four of Ruth, so we'll be concluding uh, the book of Ruth next week in this series entitled, This Is It. And so we've been talking about uh, the transformation process and when we are in the right position to receive and walk into what God has in store for us. Um, This is a time where a lot of people, they are walking into what God has destined them to walk into. They have been preparing. We have been preparing. And now we are walking into it. It's time for us to take that next step and walk into what God has given us and what God has assigned and ordained for us to do. Um, We have been talking about this is it because we have been going through that process and talking about the process from when we are transferred, when we are transformed and then being in the right position. And then there will be like a waiting period. And when we, when God has to deal with us and work on us, and there's some things that have to be removed from us prior to us walking into what God has for us. And so this month we have been talking about this is it. It's your time. It's time for you to do what God has called for you to do. And so this morning we are going to be in verses 9 through 9 through 12 of Ruth chapter 4, and we're talking about we're up to the point to where Ruth, she has left her country. She decided to go with her mother-in-law. When she got there, she had, they had no protection. They had no one to provide for them. However, Ruth made and was determined to go with her mother-in-law, so she, trans, she made the decision to transform her life right then and there. However, there was a process that Ruth had to go through in order to get to where she needed to be to fulfill the purpose that she had to fulfill. And so right now in Chapter 4, we're to the place where that is getting ready to come into fruition. Uh, She had connected with Boaz, who just so happened to be a kinsman redeemer of her husband and her father-in-law. And so the kinsman redeemer, he was able to buy back the property as well as the wife of the deceased so that the name of the family can continue on. And without that uh, name continuing on, a person, a person's family line would end. It would be it. It would be over. And since Ruth and her mother-in-law, both their husbands were dead, her mother-in-law, she, was, she said that she was too old to have another child for Ruth. And so they got into connect. They got connected with Boaz, who was able to take on that role of kinsman redeemer. After approaching uh, Boaz, Boaz advised Ruth that there was a closer relative that could take her as his wife. And so that seemed to be a hurdle. 
And sometimes when we are going through the process and everything is going smooth and God has been showing us favor and opening doors for us and there becomes a hurdle, then sometimes we can get discouraged. But Ruth didn't get discouraged. She continued on and she she stood on the word that God had given her. She stood, I'm sorry, she stood on the word that Boaz had given her. And what we have to do in life is we have to stand on the word that God has given us when there seems to be a hurdle that comes our way. And so she believed the word that Boaz had given her. And Boaz, he went forward with what he said. He said that he was going to connect with this closer kinsman redeemer. And if he wouldn't redeem Naomi, if he wouldn't redeem Ruth, then Boaz himself would. And so as we talked about last week, the kinsman redeemer, he was going to buy the land back, but he couldn't take Ruth and the land because it would put his own estate in danger. And so we're to the point here where he has told Boaz, you can buy her back. You can be the kinsman redeemer. You can take her on as your wife. And so we're to the point to where Ruth has been through this whole process. And if we look at the book of Ruth and watch the process that she has went through and been through, we can look at our own lives and see that God has been taking us through a process. Sometimes it seems like it's taken very long sometimes. Sometimes it seems as if we're not going anywhere or if we're not moving in the right direction. But if we would just stand firm on what God has told us and if we would continue to focus on him, continue to focus on the word that he has spoken to us regardless of what has what is going on around us, then we as Ruth will be able to stand firm and know that what God said he will do, he will do. And so right now we're on verses 9 through 12, and it's going to lead us into the almost concluding session, which will be next week. And this is the point to where we just have to realize that this is it. You are where God wants you to be. God has set you up. He has ordained you. He has placed you there. And so this is it. It is time for you to do what God has called for you to do. There's no more hindrances. There's no more things that are going to hold you back. There will be people that will try to stop you. But what God said you will do, you will do. I told you last week that you are the only person that will be able to stop you from doing what God has called you to do. There's no more excuses. It's time for you to walk in it. And God has prepared you. He has called you. He has set you up. All of the stuff that you have been through, all of the things that you have encountered, all of the people, all of the distractions that you have encountered, all of the times that the enemy has tried to block your mind and tried to throw you off and the distractions that have come, God has been preparing you to stand strong in what he has called for you to do. What you are getting ready to walk into now, you do not have room or there is no way for you to be able to turn to the right or turn to the left when people are talking about you or when people don't agree with you. You will have to stand firm and move straight into what God has called for you to do. You have not been in the spiritual warfare just to be in warfare. God has been preparing you, and you have to continue to stay strong in this thing. And so we have to look at what God has spoken to us. We have to examine our lives. We have to know that God has set this thing up for us. And, again, no one can take it from us. No one can stop us from doing it except for us. We can use all of the excuses in the world that we want to, but no one can stop you from fulfilling your purpose except for you. And so let's look at verses 9 and 10 this morning as we're in Ruth chapter 4. It says, Then Boaz announced to the elders and all the people, 
Today you are witnesses that I have bought from Naomi all the property of Elimelech, Kilion, and Malon. I have also acquired Ruth the Moabitess, Malon's widow, as my wife in order to maintain the name of the dead with his property so that, this, so that his name will not disappear from among his family or from the town records. Today you are witnesses. And so when we are acknowledging this is it, when we are walking into our it, when we are embracing our it, we have to recognize that we have been bought. We have been redeemed. There is nothing that anyone can do to take that back. Jesus Christ died on the cross for us, and he has chosen us to do a particular work for us. So we have to recognize that we have been bought. We are no longer our own. And so we have to do what the Lord has called for us to do, regardless of what is going on around us. Now the male, she was able to, since she now had a husband, there was a chance for her to be able to have a male child that would be able to carry that family name on. And so we will have to understand that when we are doing the work of Jesus Christ, his name is being carried on. We have been bought by the blood of Jesus, so everything that we do will reflect him. Everything that we do will be for his glory, and we are no longer who we were when we are bought. And so when we are bought by Christ, when we are bought in the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit begins to use us, we have to recognize that he will use us and take us places that we have never been before. We will do things that we have never uh, done before. If we recognize that Ruth, she was in a place where she had never been before. Her family was in a whole other country, so she came not knowing the culture, didn't know what to do, what to say, how to act, but she came and she decided to make that transformation process. And because she went through that transformation process, she is no longer who she was. She went through the process and allowing her, allowing the molding and the making to make her into who she was destined to be. And so that's what we had to do. You had to have been bought. You had to go through this process because you are no longer who you were. You are not who you were yesterday. You are forever changing to become more and more like Christ. And as you are becoming more and more like Christ, you will continue to move forward in everything that he has called for you to do. What you are walking into now is not the end. This is what you are just, this is just what you are walking into in this season. But you will continue to be used and he will continue to stretch you and he will continue to elevate you because he has chosen you. He has brought you prior to this kinsman redeemer taking root on, he had provided for her. He had protected her, but she wasn't able to produce because she didn't have that husband. She didn't have that person to connect with her that was a, that was that would enable her to produce. And so that's what happens with us. When we get in the right place and when we are in alignment with what God has called for us to do, and when we are moving forward, then we are able to produce what he has placed within us. Nothing or no one can take out of us what God has placed in us. Because we are able to produce, we are able to reproduce, and it will continue to produce because what we are birthing and what we are giving out is life. And it's not death, it is life. It is bringing life to death. And it will continue to produce because it is something that the Lord has placed in us. And he is nothing but life. And we have been provided for going through this process. And we have been protected in going through this process. But now it's time for you to produce. You have been bought and it is time for you to do what you have been called to do. It is time for you to step out there and be elevated into what God has called for you to do. There is no more time for excuses. There is no more time for you to continue to 
to say that you don't understand or you are confused about something. You are not confused and you do understand, but because you have never been in this place before, because you don't because you think you don't know what to do, you're having all of these decisions that you have to make. But the only decision that you have to make is to say, Yes, God, I surrender and I'm walking into what you have called for me to do because I know that you have called for me to do it. And so we have to get to the place to where we are recognizing that we have been bought. You are not who you were. You do not need all the answers, but all you have to do is walk in it. Some of us have been going through this warfare, and we have been battling and battling, and some of us have even been ready to give up. But that's because it shows time. There is more pressing that is going on. There is more shaking. There is more beating that is going on. But you have to continue to press because God is getting ready to take you somewhere that you have never been before. You are not even going to be able to explain what God is doing in your life. But the only thing that you have to do is do it. This is it. This is your time. This has been a process that you will always remember, a process that you will always remember. You will mentor people off of this process. This testimony from this process will touch the lives of many because you have been submissive. You have gone through this process. And, yes, you have made some mistakes, but you will still be able to testify to what you have been through. The Lord has set you up. He has prepared you. It is time for you to walk in it. You are no longer who you were. You've been bought. And you have not been bought at a discount. You have been bought full price by the blood of Jesus Christ, and no one else can take that from you. And so let's look at verse 11. It says, then the elders and all those at the gate said, we are witnesses. May the Lord make the woman who is coming into your home like Rachel and Leah, who together built up the house of Israel. May you have standing in Ephrathath and be famous in Bethlehem. And so when we are walking into our it, when we are recognizing that this is it, we have to recognize that we've been bought, but we also have to build what God has given us. It says, through these two ladies, through these two women, Rachel and Leah, the house of Israel was built. And so when God gives us something, number one, we first must recognize that these were the the elders and the people of the town. They were pronouncing a blessing on them. And so, number one, we have to recognize that, again, people are rooting you on. People are speaking life over you because they know what you have in you. They are blessing what God has given you because they know what is in you. They see the God that is in you. And so that's number one. I wanted to point that out. A lot of times when we are being elevated, we are, we are oftentimes pointing out people hating on us and people, we point out the negative. But there are some people that are blessing you. There are some people that have been praying for you that you don't even know about. There are people that are supporting you that you do not even know about. Again, we must recognize that Ruth is nowhere in sight yet. And they are pronouncing this blessing. And so we have to understand that people know what's in you. People see what's in you, and say, so they are rooting you on. And there will sometimes even be people that will push you, and they will continue to push you because they know what's in you. And you may feel uncomfortable when they are pushing you, but they will push you to the max because they know what's in you. 
sometimes we need a little cushion because we don't recognize that we have been redeemed and that we aren't who we were. And so sometimes we need a little cushion. And so sometimes people will push us so they can push out what God has placed in us. And so we have to get to the place to where we are embracing when people are trying to help us, when people are trying to lead us in that right direction, when people are speaking life over us. Sometimes the truth hurts. And the truth hurts sometimes is because we don't want to accept the truth, but sometimes people have to come at us correct, and they have to tell us what we are doing wrong, and they have to tell us when we need to get in alignment, and they have to tell us when we need to do more. But it's only because they see what's in you. They know what you can do. They know what God has placed upon you. And so they are pushing you, and they are speaking life over you. And so we have to get to the place to where we are building what God has given us. We also must understand that these two women, they built the tribe of Israel. They built the clan of Israel, which were God's chosen people. Now, if these two, if they did what God, they did what God had called for them to do, and they built Together they built up the house of Israel. If we will just build what God has given us, it is your time to build. They built what God has given them, and it is your time to build what God has given you. You have to build up your house. You have to do all that you can to build what God has given you. You have to allow the Holy Spirit to take you through each and every step of this process because he has placed it in you. Now it's time for you to build it. You have a job to do. You need to feed it what God has called for you to feed it. You need to keep away from what he has called you to keep away from. You need to surround yourself with people and things that God wants you to be surrounded with. God has placed this in you. Now it's time for you to build what God has given you. It's time for us to stop sleeping on ourselves and recognize that we are not who we were. It is your time to build what God has given you. This is it. This is your time. It's time for you to build it. You know what it is. You know what it is. You know what it is. Now it's time for you to build it. And you know one thing about building? Sometimes we need a little help building. Sometimes we need to call a few people to help us build something. You know, sometimes we can build stuff on our own, but sometimes we need a little help with people helping us build something, especially if it's something enormous or something we have never built before. So sometimes we need a little help when we are building something. And so sometimes we need to reach out to those people that God has placed in our lives to help us build what he has given us. It is in you. It is in you, but you sometimes need help, and you sometimes need to ask people, can you help me build this? I'm not asking you if I can build it. I'm telling you I know I can build it, but I need a little help. And so sometimes we have to get to the place to where we are acknowledging and asking for help when we know that we need help. But you have to do whatever it takes to build what God has given you. Regardless of what it costs, sometimes we have to sacrifice. We have to give up some stuff in order to build what God has given us. It is not always going to be comfortable. But we have to build what God has given us. We have to build it. It is in you. Now build it. And so let's look at verse 12. It says, through the offspring the Lord gives you by this young woman, and this is still the blessing. This is still the blessing that they are pronouncing over Boaz. And it's such a marvelous thing when other people can see the God that is in you, when they can see what is in you, when they can see the destiny that is in you. 
it is such an awesome thing when they can see it. Because you know what? When they see it and you don't, or when they see it and they're embracing it but you're not, they can go to God on your behalf. They don't need your permission to go to God on your behalf. They can go to God on your behalf and they can stand in the gap for you. People will stand in the gap and pray for you even when you are not praying for yourself, even when you don't think you need prayer. And it's such a marvelous thing to have people praying for you because you know what? To be honest, sometimes I just don't feel like praying. Sometimes I have so much going on and it's, I just want to explode and I just don't feel like praying for myself. And so sometimes I need people to pray for me. I need people to go to God on my behalf. I need people to talk to God for me because I'm not going to lie. Sometimes it gets really hard. A lot of people think when they talk to me or when they see me that everything is just going good and, you know, you don't have any problems. You a minister, you married, got a job, got kids, you know. No, it gets hard for all of us. I have issues just like you have issues. I struggle just like you have struggled. So I love the fact that people are praying for me, people that I don't even know about. Sometimes I go to people and I say, can you pray for me? And they're like, I always pray for you. And that is just such a blessing to have people praying for you. So these people were still pronouncing a blessing over them because they knew the potential. They saw the potential. And so sometimes we just need to thank God for those people that are praying for us that we don't even know about. And so it says in verse 12, through the offspring the Lord gives you by this young woman, may your family be like that of Perez whom Tamar bore to Judah. And so when we are embracing our it, we have to know that we've been bought. We have to build what God has given us. And then we have to know that our future will outweigh our past. We have to understand and we have to go back to Tamar. Tamar was another woman that was facing a childless future. And, again, I said, when you had a child, it may, uh, and if, if it was a boy, your name would get carried on. But because she was living a, a childless and a hopeless future, just as Ruth was, she was able, she too was able to conceive. And so what you thought was a hopeless situation in your life, what Ruth and Naomi thought was a hopeless situation when they first came to Boaz will turn all the way around. It will do 180, not 360, because 360, you'd be back where you were, but it will do a 180. And so what you thought was a hopeless situation is getting ready to blow your mind. What you think that you aren't prepared to do, what you think that you can't do, what you think that you don't have the money to do, what you think you don't have the building to do, what you think that you cannot do is getting ready to blow your mind. When God places his hand on you, when God places his hand on your situation, and when he turns you around, and when you do what he has called you to do, when you are submissive and humble and walk into it, every financial hardship you have faced will be gone. Every physical hardship you have faced will be gone. All of that will be gone. And you know what? The good thing about it is it can come back, but because your hope is in him and you know that he is your provider, you do not have to worry about anything. Sometimes we go through things because we are not submissive to what God has called for us to do. But I'm telling you, your future will outweigh your past. Don't look at your past trying to determine where you are going or what God is doing in your life. 
God is preparing you, and you do not have to stay where you are. Do not allow your past to paralyze you and stop you from moving into this thing that God is getting ready to do in your life. You cannot allow fear to paralyze you and allow and allow it to stop you from moving into what God has prepared for you in your life. What you did can't even compare to what you are about to do. The Lord has given this to you. The Lord has given this to you. It says, through the offspring, the Lord gives you by this young woman. So the seed that's in you, the Lord has placed it in you. Can't nobody take it out. And so your future is far brighter than your past. It doesn't matter what you didn't know when you started. It doesn't matter how you felt when you started. What matters is that you are doing what God has called for you to do the way that he has called for you to do it. This is it. This is your time. It is time for you to get what God has given you. It is time for you to submit and walk into what God has given you. He has prepared you. He has equipped you. You are ready. Stop asking yourself if if I'm ready. Stop questioning and doubting it when you already know it to be true. Stop allowing fear to make the decision for you. Do not be discouraged, but accept what God has called for you to do. This is it. This is your time. Can't nobody take this from you but you. The only thing that could have happened right here in this passage is Ruth saying no. And so the only one that can stop you from what God is doing in your life is you. This is it. God has prepared you for this. He has equipped you. You can't worry about what people will say or what's going to happen or who's going to like you. We don't have time for all that. It is time for you to do what God has called for you to do. It is time. This is your time. It's time for you to move forward. God has equipped you. He has called you. He has prepared you. This is your time. This is your time. And before I I pray, I just want to let everyone know that the show beginning next month is getting ready to shift. I'm going to have a co-host on, and I'm I'm excited about my co-host. It's my husband. So we are going to be uh, co-hosting the show. And so I'm really excited about what God is doing. And just as an example, of what God can do. My husband is not the talker. I'm the talker. (laughs) And so I didn't think that he would embrace, you know, what God was doing when I told him. But when I told him that he was going to be on the show, that he was supposed to be on the show, he said, okay. And you know where I had the doubt in my mind? You know, that doubt could have stopped me from asking him. That doubt could have stopped me from even saying anything about it. That doubt could have stopped me from submitting to God's will. But that's what happens. You know, sometimes those little things come in our mind and we try to use our own mind to figure things out. But we can't do that. Because what God is setting up for us, there's no room for us to come with our own thoughts and assumptions. It is time for us to submit to what God is doing in our lives. You may not have all the answers. You may walk in knowing nothing, and that's fine. But as long as you are walking in because the Lord is leading you in, that's all that matters. 
And so we have to stay focused. We have to stay focused and do what God has called for us to do. This is it. This is it. This is it. This is your time. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for another day, God. We thank you that you have allowed us to wake up another day, God, and you have allowed us another opportunity, Lord, to get it right, another opportunity to become more like you, another opportunity to become closer, connected to you, oh God, another opportunity to submit to your will. Lord, I pray, God, that as we are embracing what you are doing in our lives, Lord, I pray that we stay fully humble, God, that we stay fully connected to your will and to your way, God. I pray, God, that we not lean on our own understanding, Lord, but I pray that we connect with you in every and all things, Lord. I pray, God, that you continue to be with those people that see need to cover us in prayer, Lord, even when we aren't asking them to cover us, Lord. I thank you for their submissiveness to your Holy Spirit, God. I pray, God, guide us in everything that we do, Lord. Father, we understand that we cannot do this without you, and we cannot do this in our own power, but it is only by the power of the Holy Spirit that is within us that we are able to do this. Father, we need you, and we love you, God. We thank you, and we praise you. In Christ's name, amen.